today's episode is going to be a little bit different. I'm going to be sharing something personal with you. And it's actually something that I wrote very briefly about on LinkedIn. And I think I wrote about it on Instagram as well. Um, It's an exercise that I did that has had an immense impact on my mindset, um, on my mood, on my fears. Um, And I think that it's something that everybody should do frequently. So what I'm talking about is I wrote three letters to myself. The first letter was a letter to past me from present me, from present me to future me. And the third letter was a reply from future me to present me. It might sound a bit strange (laughs) and it definitely was a bit of a strange exercise to do, but um, I want to explain how it came about. And, and what it really did for me, because you can obviously only fit in so many characters in a LinkedIn post. And since having the, the really interesting response, um, I thought it'd be great to share it with you. So a few weeks ago, I came across a picture of myself at three years old, sitting on my parents' grass in their house um, with my corduroy pants on, it was the 80s, and uh, a beautiful matching headband and these big brown eyes. And when I looked at this picture, I, I kind of had this, this sense of compassion and a warmth in my heart. And I just, I felt, I felt that I wanted to say something to three-year-old me because I looked so sweet and innocent. And I just thought, oh, my word, if you knew, if you knew what was ahead of you, my poor girl, <laughs> the amount of heartache and pain and stress and and life issues um oh i feel sorry for you so this this conversation kind of continued in my head and i started exploring it and i thought to myself if i could go back just for a minute and i could say something to this sweet little 3 year old me what would i say and I thought the best way to go about this would be not just to say it and think it in my mind, because that goes nowhere, but to actually write it down. Now, a lot of coaches and therapists will tell you that the best way to process something is actually to write a letter, whether anyone reads it or not, just write it out. Um, So this is the approach that I took. I thought, let me write a letter to three-year-old me just to see where that goes, because no one else will read it except for me. So I started writing. And I'm going to read a little bit of, of it for you. Like I say, this is a, a personal experience for me, but something I do want to share. So I'll read the, the first part. And it says, my darling, my heart warms for you. As I look at your innocent soft brown eyes, you have no idea what the world has in store for you. There's building dustbin cars and racing down the road with friends. There's nights with the girls where we'll teach each other how to blow dry our hair and pluck our eyebrows while we talk about the boys at school. Walks around big cities that will leave your eyes wide open, swimming after turtles in Bali, and a journey to the very top of the Eiffel Tower. Now, I went on from here with a few more personal details about things that I'd achieved and um, some really sort of positive, inspiring things. And towards the end of my letter, I wrote, there will be heartache, perhaps by the dozen, loss and disappointment too. At times, you may feel like your world is closing in. But fear not, sweet girl. The good outweighs the bad tenfold, and you'll always make it out. I'm excited for you. Be brave 
and embrace everything that comes at you. I love you. So this was a really, a really powerful exercise, just this first letter to start, because by the time I got to that last paragraph, I had realized that I'd written this amazing letter to myself and it was full of excitement and tales and achievements and so many positive things that probably seemed insignificant at the time in my life. Um, but when I looked back, I realized that I hadn't actually mentioned any of the traumas and that they had seemed so insignificant compared to all the small wins. So that was a process that was really, really inspiring. And, and I just felt so warm that originally when I'd looked back on my past and gone, oh, shame, you poor girl. Oh, you have no idea what's ahead of you. I realized that that's not, that's not the life that I've had. I've had this beautiful story between three years old to now. Um, and I had just been lying to myself and, and telling myself the wrong thing all this time because the conversation I was having with three-year-old me versus the conversation I was having with present me were very, very different. So then it started making me think, but why? Why do I tell myself a different story? Where's that compassion and that self-love that I had in the letter to myself at three years old? So then I decided, and this is where it got difficult. I decided to write a letter to the future me from present me, asking about all the fears that I had, all the thoughts in my mind about the future. And the tone was completely different. And I'll be honest, it was, it was challenging to put it down in black and white to face it. But again, this is something that I'm practicing and I think a lot of people should, is being able to have these really tough conversations with yourself and dive deeper into a thought or a feeling. Um, you know, very often, especially when we think about our past or when we think about our fears, we have this very limiting thing that comes in and you almost want to shut it out and, and stop it right there um, because you're trying to prevent, you know, negative feelings and thoughts. So I explored this and I made myself write these fears down. And some of them included things like, um, what, what happens to my business? What if there's another pandemic? What if I lose a loved one? What if I don't have the opportunity to start a family of my own? So all these very personal fears, um, and you could say very realistic fears, started coming out. And I wrote this paranoid, frantic letter to future me, desperate for answers. And when the letter was done, I felt a physical change in my body, like a physical negative, horrible energy that, that seemed painful compared to what I had just felt in my first letter, this feeling of warmth and compassion and love and excitement. So then I decided, what happens if I take the same approach and use the same voice and the same mindset that I had in speaking to three-year-old me and I spoke to present me? Because present me is three-year-old me's future self. So what, did my future, what would my future self say to present me? And again, I, um, I won't go into too much detail, but it starts like this. Dear Fearful Cursed, I had to have a chuckle while reading through your letter. Of course I know what we've been through, Cursed. That's why it's so funny. Don't you remember what we said to three-year-old Kirsten sitting on the grass with her soft brown eyes? The difference is she was excited about life. 
She knew not to focus on anything scary, but instead paid attention to all the wonderful and beautiful things around her. The letter goes on. Again, I won't get too uh, (laughs) personal with the details, but I want to get to how the letter ended. It says, I can't answer all your questions. I'll leave those for you to answer. But I can promise you this. Every morning you wake up and take a breath is a guarantee that there is much more in store for you. More love and laughter and new adventures. More hugs and kisses and dancing late at night. Celebrations and chocolate cake and time with family. Holidays and friends and fascinating conversations. New discoveries, new skills and personal growth. You see, while you know very little about me, I know everything about you. I'll always be wiser than you, which is why I say stop worrying with confidence. Now go out there and be brave. Make magic and stay kind. I love you, your proud future self. So it is weird, I know, to write these letters to yourself, but the shift in mindset when all of a sudden you're approaching a conversation with yourself with love, the same as you would do for a family member or, you know, a partner that you have unconditional love for. Why do we not have those same conversations with ourselves? So it's transformed my mindset to understand that whatever fears I have right now and whatever lies ahead, negative and positive, the negative is actually irrelevant. Because I know now, looking back, that the good always outweighs the bad. And it's the small, insignificant things that we take for granted that mean so much. And that, you know, no matter, no matter what happens, I will survive and I will continue as I always have done. And I need to stop focusing so much on the negative what-ifs and start looking at the positive what-ifs and start appreciating the present moment. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and I really hope that you will take up the same exercise. It's something, like I said, I think we should do frequently and I actually can't wait to do my next one, to be future me and and have these same conversations. It's going to be very, very interesting and very enlightening. So enjoy it. And if you do take up this exercise and you want to share, I would love to hear how this works out for you. Feel free to pop me a mail or connect with me on LinkedIn and let's take this conversation further. 